Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Very interesting the story, Starris. Running a brewery in a country that is at war with a hostile aggressor is not an easy thing to do. But one company in Lviv have not only managed to largely continue operations, but have also managed to travel here to Ireland and are currently in Sligo preparing for the Hagstravaganza Beer Festival, which takes place tomorrow. Joining me is Andre Carell from Pravda Brewery. Andre, how are you today? I am well, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. Are you actually in Ireland at the moment? Yes, I am just somewhere on the outskirts of Sligo. Very good, very good. Um, a lovely part of the world. It must be very difficult for you to to do business, come over to Ireland, uh, go to these exhibitions when you know such horrific events are unfolding in your country. Yes, yes, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Traveling here is a, a bit difficult because our airports are closed, understandably due to the war. So, but we got here. Good to have you. Um, so, tell me about the, the the bar and the brewery. How did it start? Uh, it started as a uh, brew pub in downtown Lviv, uh, 2014, also the year of the when the war actually began, the first conflict. Um, and since then, our uh, our craft beer has uh, we sort of tried to do the craft revolution inside of Ukraine, which uh, was behind in, in craft beer. Um, so we were one of the, the first craft breweries in right. Ukraine. And you, and you were uh, just going into it. The craft beer industry was a little bit behind the rest of the world, was it? Yes, yes. It was. Uh, it's it's still not a not a major player in, in the Ukrainian market. Right. Um, so yeah. you you got into that and were proceeding along, and then obviously events of uh, of when the war uh, went up a notch in in February twenty twenty two. What was it like then? Uh, it was uh, chaos for the at least the uh, you know first few days. I I recall waking up to my wife waking me up saying that there's rockets hitting the city. Uh, so it was a bit of a disarray for for us and uh, not understanding what to do, how to go about it. Um, you know when uh, fight or flight kind of situation comes into play, and we decided that we need to stand our ground. As a brewery, uh, we automatically went into how can we help uh, as a brewery, and I think most businesses were looking at it, what can we contribute to the effort rather than thinking about anything about else. So we went into Molotov cocktail production with our bottles at first, and uh, the first two two weeks or so we were just making Molotov cocktails because we didn't know what was going to happen. So our military was not ready so we were trying to create civilian defense at the time right, so you were actually making the, the famous Molotov cocktails which is like a, a beer bottle filled with petrol and a, and a rag stuff. You, you were thinking along those lines that it was going to come to that yes yes we were thinking about we were studying like uh, guerrilla warfare tactics how to protect as a civilian against tanks uh, how to stand uh, you know in, in from buildings how to throw them yeah. Right, my God, what what a, what a horrific uh, thought! Uh, it moved on from that, though, didn't it? And and it started to there was there was initially prohibition, wasn't there? Yeah, there was prob- prohibition at the beginning for the first two months or so, at least in our city. Uh, alcohol sales throughout the country, really, at at the start, uh, were not allowed uh, throughout Ukraine for at least two months, and then 
we came out of prohibition earliest because we're in the west part of Ukraine and then prohibition came in some other parts afterwards. Right. So what did you decide to do at that point? Sorry, can you ask that again? What, what was it you decided to do at that point? Because you're in such a, a, a strange situation. Uh, yes. Yeah, we were in a strange situation. Of course, um, you know, our, our next challenge was to was for our economy not to fall apart. So we needed to do our part in our breweries to continue continue our sales. Um, and that uh, that how do we do that when there's prohibition? So we started a, a project called Brew for Ukraine, where we opened all all our beer recipes and our labels to any brewery in the world which wanted to brew our beer, basically. And uh, to our surprise, we had over 300 breweries worldwide take part in that. Uh, We asked that some part of uh, their sales uh, went to the effort into Ukraine, and uh, we were able to collect uh, over $3 million with that. $3 million. And and that money is is used for what exactly? Uh, We maximized all our efforts towards the front. Um, We bought vehicles uh, like pickup trucks and different vehicles for our guys. Uh, We purchased... um, uh, what do you call them? Um, armor, uh, we uh, drones, uh, med kits. There's uh, a whole big array of products. Anything which our guys, and when I say our guys, sometimes it, it was our brewers who uh, reacted in a different way and uh, volunteered and went to the front. They told us what they need, and we would fill that shopping list. Right. My God, because. I, I'm getting the impression, as, as I follow news reports, that, that there's a lot of, of the armory and, and the weaponry and the drones that go to, to your army are actually the result of people raising funds themselves to do that. A, a huge part of it is, yes, it's raising uh, from you know various sources outside the country and inside the country. Uh, I think um, I think there's a there's a story that uh, people outside Ukraine don't really recognize it's just how much, uh, so much, how much effort is put into by, by people that were, uh, that live, the citizens of Ukraine, where they just pull their bank accounts out for these efforts, right? So, uh, to give away a hundred percent of everything you have is, is, is uh, it's quite a, quite a thing to do, but understanding that if we don't do that, we don't have anywhere to live. So, but of course, uh, contributions came in from various parts of the world. Ireland is a huge, uh, has been a huge uh, assistance for Ukraine throughout the process. Right. Well, I'm, I'm glad we've we've been able to help in some small way, um, and uh, very sorry for the condition that the position that your country is in uh, at the moment. What's what's the kind of mood like? Because it's been it's been a long time now. It's been ongoing for for such a long time. What what's the move in Lviv like these days? The mood is now that we are confident in our victory. We just don't know when it's going to happen. Uh, the mood is that we know that we're going to win this war, uh, but now we're in a you know period of not understanding is that going to be by the end of this year? Is that going to drag out for another three years? Obviously, we want we wanted to finish as soon as possible. To you know, we want as as much support as we got at the beginning with that international support started to dwindle over the past year. And uh, we want to send a message to everyone that if, if you want the war 
finish sooner, we, we need to put maximum effort to do that. Right. That means we, need, we, need to, we need to finish it now. I mean, we need everything we can get. Right. Absolutely. You'll be coming over here to Ireland, to um, Sligo, um, uh, in the coming days. Tell me a bit about that. What's, what's going to be gone? It's the Ballyboat Business Park in Sligo. It's from 1pm to 9.30pm. What exactly will be going on? Uh, so that is uh, for tomorrow's event, yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we are representing our brewery. We have uh, three options on tap, uh, on draft, and then we have uh, some cans uh, that we had uh, actually made back for Eurovision. Uh, we have this uh, can that we made that's called Vision of Europe, and uh, it's, uh, it displays like a map of the world where, where Russia would be. is just, uh, just an ocean. Right, <laughs> understandable. Um, uh, in the current uh, situation with your country, it's hard to ask what the beer is like. But but what is the beer like? We'll be wondering. But, uh, we have a uh, hoppy blonde, which is the blonde uh, ale with uh, that's a bit hoppier. Uh, then we have Tom Yum spice ale, which is kind of a Thai influenced uh, beer, which is uh, very spicy. I highly recommend that one. And then uh, we have Scylla, which is a Belgian triple. And our uh, Eurovision beer is a brown ale. They all sound wonderful. Uh, and they're all, <laughs> they're all there to be sampled. And I think um, a thing that, that people can feel that they're sampling it and, and hoping to contribute to the war effort at the same time, which is a very, very good, useful uh, purpose of your time. Um, it's the Hag Stravaganza Beer Festival. It's this Saturday. The White Hag Brewing Company in Ballymote Business Park, County Sligo. It runs from 1.30 to 9.30pm. And if you're planning to attend, make sure you check out the uh, Pravda Brewery. They'll be sampling their beers. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today, Andre. I hope um, I hope you get the results that you're looking for and, and um, you stay strong and all this. Thanks very much for joining us, Andre. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing everyone there tomorrow. Thank you very much indeed. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.